Hello, and welcome to the Dad Club Japan podcast, where real dads discuss real life in sometimes surreal Japan. I'm Joel, your host. Among the many hats I wear, I'm a father, husband, and part time silversmith and bench jeweler. I hope that through the anecdotes and stories of fathers here in Japan, you'll gain a better understanding of the complexities and curiosities, as well as some of the positive attributes of Japanese culture. This is episode two, and this time around, I'll be looking back at my interview with Greg, an associate professor here in Fukuoka, Japan. Greg's doctoral research led him to interview many long-term foreign residents of Japan. It's safe to say he is an authority on international communication and cooperation. He identifies poor communication as an inroad to bullying, which connects with his daughter's upbringing. And he also believes that Making a conscious effort to separate languages in his bicultural home until age six or seven will improve the communicative ability of a given child. Greg found studies that indicated a child who communicated in both languages early on, and if the cog- cognitive ability wasn't strong enough, then those children would become more shy at a later age. So, those same children would tend to communicate through movement rather than language. Comparing raising children in the United States and in Japan, Greg imagines that the distance between places in America would be rather prohibitive and time consuming. In urban Japan, Greg cycles or walks everywhere, and his daughter's activities are very centralized. Another big difference is that in Japan, even first year elementary school students walk alone to and from school, whereas in the United States and Canada, that is mostly unheard of. I asked Greg what he loves about Japan, and his immediate response was motorcycling. Roads in Japan are almost always paved, high quality roads, and of course the scenery. Greg's interest in motorcycling led him to create a YouTube channel. Called Bike Dokan One. And that is where he demonstrates some of his amazing photography and videography skills. Greg's YouTube channel focuses primarily on his motorcycle adventures around Kyushu. If you're not familiar, Kyushu is the southernmost island in Japan, and there's a lot of volcanic activity, so a lot of hot springs, a lot of Bamboo forest, really lush green scenery wherever you go.、Uh, waterfalls,、um, just amazing, amazing, really intensely hot at times, and all around beautiful place. So, in Greg's YouTube channel, he shows a lot of that through his motorcycling trips. When asked about what kind of moments Greg has that makes him appreciate raising his daughter, He told a quick anecdote about how his daughter brought him a cold glass of water after she realized one day that he was working very hard. It's this ability to empathize with others that Greg believes is very important in raising children. He also pointed out that the relationship between the father and mother is the most important relationship in the family because parents provide the role model for how children should behave. 
If there's one thing that Greg wants his daughter to learn, it's that family is most important. I asked Greg about what social circles he's part of in Japan, and he mentioned Mama Tomo, which basically means mother friends. Although Greg belongs to that particular social circle through text messaging and regular meetings, he's never really felt that he fits in, but he realizes its importance in keeping his daughter connected. For Greg, language is a big deal. Through language, we forge our identities, and being able to communicate in the language of the country where you live will help you avoid to make assumptions. And that is something I'm guilty of myself here quite often. When I can't quite understand the gist of a conversation in Japanese, or I have misunderstood a, a few important words in a conversation, I tend to inference meaning. And that can lead to some big mistakes. So having a high enough language proficiency level will help you avoid those cultural and linguistic mistakes, which can often lead to some embarrassing situations. Greg, having lived in Japan for 25 years, has met plenty of other foreigners. But one in particular really impressed him in how he was able to balance out his identity as an American. But feel natural in his adopted Japanese identity as well. Being able to switch between American and Japanese identities is something Greg took many years to accomplish at just a fraction of what that particular friend of his was able to do. A theme that runs throughout this podcast is the idea of Japan being somewhat of a surreal place to live. So I like to ask my guests here about some surreal experiences they've had in the past while living in Japan. For Greg, it was witnessing a couple of fights between sober Japanese men on the street. Greg was really surprised at the severity and with the perseverance of the, the two combatants as they pounded each other to smithereens on wide open broad daylight. For Greg, that was a surreal experience in that his life prior to that, or leading up to that, had been largely peaceful and quiet. And for him to witness something like that really jarred him into realizing that it's not all quite what it seems in Japan. Greg and I found a lot of points to discuss, not only about raising bicultural children, but also about the types of subcultures and social groups here in Japan. We talked about the role of language and personality in assimilation, and we also briefly touched on topics like fighting, bullying, and racism in Japan. I hope I have been able to clarify some of the key points in our conversation and perhaps even identify some future topics for this podcast. If you'd care to leave any comments, suggestions, or ideas for this podcast, please feel free to leave me a review in Apple Podcasts or reach out through Twitter or Instagram. This is Joel signing off. Thank you so much for listening in to the Dad Club Japan podcast. And from me to you, in Japanese, sayonara.